Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Ben Emmons is with us, Managing Director, Global Macro Strategy, Medley Global Advisors. Thanks so much for being with us, Ben. I know we want to take a look at a name like Pfizer. And as we talk about a pill to help handle COVID, once you actually get COVID, this helps you along. That really helps the person, the reopening trade, the economy, and the global economy. Um, this is a big deal. Hi, Nicole. It is certainly a big deal. I think what happened on Friday was a shock that was, I think, not yet fully absorbed of what that means. Because, you know, think about it. If you can manufacture a pill that's so much more cost-effective than manufacture and to be distributed globally, and you thereby actually cut off the real risk of the pandemic, which was the flooding of the, of the hospital system and leading to all these deaths, if you can actually minimize that risk, yeah, then essentially the economy can be really open, as in the global economy can fully reopen. And so as your segment uh, let in a bit earlier, you know, the, the travel bans are starting to ease up. And that's based on vaccination. So once this bill becomes widely available globally, I can actually see those travel bans drop a lot. And, and I think then you're going to get travel routes opened also with Asia, which is, I think, a huge flow of tourism and eventually that will come from that again. So there's a lot of news coming from this, actually, as we go from here for this global reopening trade, as I call it. Big momentum moment. You know, we're waiting for herd immunity, right? Um, that was always a phrase that we heard early on. In the meantime, these pharma companies are all battling it out, working together, but at the same time trying to be at the best at what they do. I mean, Pfizer, for example, with this announcement of this antiviral pill, which is 89% effective, Paxlovid, then you have Merck and Novavax and Regeneron, just to name a few, Moderna. Um, when you look at the group and the performance of all these different stocks, we've certainly seen some volatility. Do you have a big picture thought on these pharma names? Yeah, I think that there is ultimately one or two, maybe three winners in that group. You know, a company that's able to really generate a, as we call a generic COVID drug, right? That can be, again, widely available globally. It will be at a low cost, but it's, it's something that that company is able to do. And it all comes down to ultimately the tests of those drugs. And so Pfizer had a huge gain on, on Friday as a result of that. But it doesn't mean, I think, that names that you mentioned, Regeneron or Moderna or even Merck or others, could eventually follow that too. So it's going to continue to be a very competitive race, leading to one or two right. winners. Ultimately, we're going to get great drugs, right? And so again, I think this drop that you're seeing in Moderna is, of course, a reaction to Pfizer, really specifically. But that's made this stock maybe interesting again, because they're going to come back too with a similar kind of treatment and try to compete with Pfizer. And, you know, also, I, I left out J&J. &J. I, mean, I, I mean, I have to throw J&J &J in that as well. Let me turn your attention to what we're seeing now, November 8th. Today's the day, right? The mandate is gone. Now, if you have a vaccination from over 30 countries, you can come into the United States of America, and you have to have a negative test and all that. So the global reopening certainly is underway. That being said, you were looking at airlines, hotels, Airbnb, Chinese airlines. Tell me about the reopening trade, but not only here at home, but also abroad. I think it's now really picking up in momentum. You know, the, the, the idea here is, is that 
we opened the U.S. economy a bit faster from the, in the developed markets than elsewhere. And that's why our domestic airlines and hotels have done so well over the last year. They outperformed Europe and they outperformed uh, Asia. I think that's maybe shifting now towards those regions. Now, I really think of, of, I say, an example of China Airlines. I mean, China has been locked off the world quite a bit and partly by their own doing, but because also of our travel ban. But that's actually where the big story, in my view, also is. I mean, China is a huge true tourism uh, source right, for other countries. I mean, a million, hundreds of millions of Chinese people go out globally to see the world. So I think that's just the next stage here as we open up the, uh, the global economy. So yes, this travel ban is the first step. I would expect the next three to six months, you see huge amount of change happening. So by the time in the spring or so next year, it's just all completely back to normal global air travel. So the only thing that stands then in a way is what the energy crisis currently will do. But that's maybe a different story. At the moment, this is the positive momentum story based on the Pfizer news. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, Rick Perry, who used to be the Secretary of Energy under the Trump administration, was looking at possibly $100 oil in the next six months. He said, obviously, we're not doing anything here at home the way we were when we were energy independent. These are his words, but that we're really more at the, you know, disposal of OPEC and such and didn't think it was unlikely, thought really we could head higher with oil and energy prices. What does that mean for consumers? We have U.S. equities that are sitting at near highs uh, what is the whole global picture? Is there a rotation that will happen? It could happen because, you know, one energy has been a leading uh, for the markets, right? The energy companies have, have performed extremely well. So if you do get to a level of oil prices, let's say at $100 a barrel, I mean, you're going to get effect of cost on companies. Take airlines with fuel hedging, but take just any kind of companies or consumers. So it will bite at some, some point so much that then the energy consumption starts to wane because the economy starts to slow down. They we're not at this point there yet. The gas crisis in Europe has actually led to a lot of fuel switching, as they call it. So again, uh, demand for, for crude oil, the airline industry coming online. So again, demand for crude oil. But I think at some point you do reach a bit of a limit. So we'll see what happens here also with the SBR release and the events tomorrow. You know, how the US may want to handle this, this oil price surge. At this moment, it's still very much of a reflationary aspect of the markets. But I do think there comes rotation out of energy companies to other sectors that are less energy dependent, less energy sensitive. That may be another trade here in the future in the next few months. Can I ask you a crypto question? I know you've written many notes on crypto. This wasn't scheduled, but I thought it was interesting today because Eric Adams, who's set to be the next mayor here in New York City, he's the mayoral elect. And um, he starts talking about teaching crypto to students in New York schools. That gave a boost to Bitcoin. What do you think of this as crypto for the future for the kids? I think it's really good because I think that this is the direction we're going to take with our international payment system anyway. It's going to be all digital. I think kids should understand how you can transact in a, in a cryptocurrency and what it means, how money moves. This is a really different way than how you and I grew up, right? In terms of just a cash society. Um, and obviously it's good for these kids to understand anyway what this new transformation of financial markets means because crypto goes more than that. It's also about how we eventually, I think, gonna go towards 
maybe a market that will be open much longer because you can settle securities much faster through the blockchain technology. So blockchain, to be that properly explained and how it could help in society, in the economy, good for kids. So I think the New York, the new new York mayor is doing the right thing. <laughs>